code POPCAST for special offers. Ugh, sorry, my bad. I will do it correct this time. Okay. <laughs> Get ahead of the holiday call. <laughs> Balls. <laughs> I was in such a flow, man. I was freaking You're doing cruising, it. You're dog. You're doing it. You can give it. You can get it. You know it what? You, you know what it was? Start thinking about that person who was like, "Hey, you go too fast," and he adds, "Go slower." <laughs> <laughs> they were right. I'd never recommend. I'd never recommend. I'd never recommend. <laughs> what is wrong? I'd never recommend anything I don't use. Get okay. That's no, <laughs> it's good, but you got serial killer voice. <laughs> Number 469 of the podcast. I'm your host, Max McCoy. And I'm your other host, Jamie Golden. The podcast is a show dedicated to delightful idiocy and we're committed to educating you on the things that entertain but do not matter. To find out more about these correspirational. <laughs> yeah, you got it. There was a lyricality the way you did that. Well, I don't even know what that is. If you want these things, these pursuits, <laughs> check them <it> out. <laughs> Uh, check us out at noxandjamie.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at The Popcast, and we're on Twitter at PopcastPod. Thanks for joining us this week as we are going to be doing the Smooch Mary Kill for September. But before we do that, you guys, it's the last day of August when this episode comes out. And you know what? You've been celebrating our ninth birthday slash anniversary all month with us, and we're just so grateful. So in this call to action section, we just want you to high five yourself. High five yourself because you helped us celebrate by sharing us, by signing up, subscribing, all the things. And we are forever grateful. So thank you. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi. 
All right, Jamie, time to do Smooch Mary Kill for September. I'm so excited. There's a lot of good content that we're going to talk about. Before we do that, let's just like talk about September, like September vibes. Like what's your what's your general feeling on September? Okay, so I would categorize September as a mid-tier month because it has really solid vibes, like truly. But here in Alabama, it is a seasonal fake out. Because, right, all we want is fall. Summer's broken us. Yeah. The humidity has warped our sense of space and time and self-worth. And culturally, lots of folks are telling you it's time for fall because they live in places with ridiculous winters, so they get a good, solid start to fall. But here, I listen, I define fall as a crisp in the morning. That's how I define it. Crisp okay. in the morning. Okay. And listen, that's not going to happen in this filler month, this where I live. I got to wait till October for that. So for those reasons, I will adopt the ancient truths of Western scholar Billy Joe Armstrong and wake me up when September ends. Okay. <laughs> That's good. And I, I share a lot of those same opinions. Until you were talking about it, I hadn't thought about it, but it feels like September does feel like um, like severance summer, but also severance fall, you know? <gasps> yes. Like it's not actually fall because it's like literally not, but it's also not so because like you got footballs back and kids are in school and all that stuff. So it's yeah. kind of in between zones. I, I love September personally because I'm back in my routines. I've got my routines oh, yeah. and I know every day I wake up at the same time and I know every day I'm doing X, Y, Z at the same time. And I love that. I even have a bedtime now. You don't even feel imprisoned by that. You don't no. feel imprisoned by that. I, 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 I'm a structure guy. I get, I get freedom by structure. So I love it. I'm about to lose a lot of money on gambling on football. I don't care about oh. that. That's just fun. That's my entertainment. That's how I entertain myself. So I'm just, I'm just excited to be here. I'm still to be here. I, I will say it is fun to see parents in Target who have a different demeanor than yeah. they did the week before school started. Because listen, Erin is a different person in summer to fall. She might not notice that, but she is a very Oh, I notice. <laughs> I notice. She, she walks lightly. She yeah. just moves through the world now with a, like a pep in her step. Right? That's She's right. Good. That's right. I'm feeling Absolutely. It. You finally have some compartmentalization. Some like I, it's, Now I get to drop kids off at the soccer practice. I walked around Target the other day. I didn't need anything. I just did Gorgeous. it. I just Gorgeous. walked around. I tried and on I a shirt. Did. I was like, you don't need a shirt, dog. But I was like, I don't want to try it on. <laughs> I had that time. I got that margin now. So I do things like that. Did you buy it? Spoiler, I did buy it. I did buy it. Ah, it worked the other day. So you don't need Great a shirt. Fit. Who told Great us we fit. have to only buy things we need? That is... Uh, Listen, we're capitalists. Let's go. Conspicuous consumption. That's my middle name. I don't care. I don't care who knows it. Listen, I do want to acknowledge our Southern Hemisphere listeners. Now, I don't know about the other two hemispheres, what's going on in your where you right. live, but welcome to spring. Welcome to spring, Katie Potato. And there's another one, but we'll just keep going. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> but listen, I do want to say just about September. Did you know that according to the National Center for Health Statistics, this is a fun fact, I promise, that mm. nine of the top most celebrated 10 birthdays in America are between September 9th and September 20th. Really? Nine of the 10. That's right. And also, Knox would want me to acknowledge high five to Virgos. A lot of Virgo energy this month. Yeah. You know, loyal, practical. They make things look effortless, but they're also very controlling and judgmental. So, hey, Jason, Virgos. I've got clown music in the file. Just use that. <laughs> underneath it it'll be great it'll be great um so pop culturally you know we alluded to it a little bit i'm excited football's back tv's pretty decent movies are just a wasteland just garbage everywhere so that's not going to be super fun but in terms of what we're going to get into in this episode i think we really enjoy doing um our broader preview episodes but those are so um concentrated and fixated on on either one medium or they're projected so far out that we don't really get to talk about all of pop culture or we don't even get to snapshot it in a, in a way that's kind of actionable for you the listener so that's what these episodes are we're just going to use the use this to guide you through september through the next month on what content within uh the month that we think you should either smooch marry or kill and if uh, again you don't follow us on social media or you don't know what we're talking about smooch means something you should give a shot marry means something 
something you should commit time to and kill means something you should avoid or abandon. It's not literal murder. We don't do that here. We don't want pedophiles to listen and we don't want you to kill people. <laughs> Those are facts. Okay. So don't. Would we kill pedophiles? I don't. That's, no. That's, wow. You, you, <laughs> that you're, you're in the vigilante territory, Jamie. And that's true. I'm not, that's no, not on I the rundown. We no, didn't talk about that. that being in the episode Allegedly, yet. allegedly. Okay. <laughs> okay, so, and as a reminder, on our Instagram every Friday, we do a smooch Mary kill for that week. Now, most of the time, it's just for what's coming, what has come out that week. It's not necessarily green lights, although there was something in our smooch Mary kill last week that is my green light this mm. week. Um, and sometimes they're themed. Like, we might do, like, the best uh, fall movies or Knox's birthdays, like his go-tos or Aaron's or Indies or anybody like that. So uh, make sure you're following us on Instagram at the podcast so you get those every Friday. It's quite the resource. So uh, definitely do that. Um, so let's start uh, with smooch. So th- these are the things we think you should give a shot in September. Jamie, what's your first one? Okay, my first one is, this is, it's, it's pop culture related, but it's, it is adjacent and it is fashion. Look, you want to smooch. Fashion tent poles this fall, I, there's some good ones. Statement loafers. I love a lug sole anything. So clogs, oversized button down, corsets. Listen, Sarah Hyland just got married. She wore a corset wedding dress. She looks stunning. Maxi skirts, white tanks. Now here is one trend that is coming back that none of us are going to do unless we're in Gen Z. Only Gen Z can pull this off, and that is trucker hats. Did you know trucker hats are back? Why? They weren't dead long enough. We need more time. I agree. They weren't dead long enough. But if you're listening and you're 44, do not put on a trucker hat. There are boundaries, okay? Okay, so that's my first smooch. Lean into the clogs. An oversized button down? That is my life with some leggings and a clog? Let's go. Okay, I want to ask a question because I understood corsets to be a tool of the patriarchy care to comment on that we're taking it that's what that is we're taking it back we're going to make ourselves uncomfortable we are going to deform our waist on on our terms with our exactly exactly with our burks are back so old school birkenstocks back so you're going to do your it's i decide no one decides for me culture doesn't decide for me i decide if i wear okay that's great i just want to clear that up i just want to understand that that's good i'm going to smooch this is ironic but uh i I don't even know if i'm going to smooch no i am i'm I'm going to smooch it Okay. I'm going to smooch it, okay? Okay. And, and there's there's a, a complicated, nuanced reason why. We'll talk about it in a second. But this is that freaking Lord of the Rings Amazon show, The Rings <gasps> of Power. This is, I'm, I'm going to do, I'm about to do what people in the podcast and biz call a hezzy hay, okay? This is, called, this is a hezzy hay move, oh, okay? I, this oh, is yeah. where you start with the bad, right? That's the hezzy. <laughs> and then you give them the good, and that's the hay. So okay? it's like hezzy hay. Not like that. <laughs> Completely wrong. <laughs> Honestly, you, the only thing you did right was you said the words that I said. Other than that, it. it departed and it was it. wrong okay. and bad. Okay. You lead us. You tell it's us. It's just hezzy hey. Just say that. Hezzy hey. Don't do your shoulders like that. Just say the words. <laughs> but you can hear it. Your shoulders want to move. No, they don't. You just say hezzy hey. It's 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 very austere. Okay. It's just facts. Hezzy hey. No, now you're mocking me. I'm going to continue. <laughs> so this is a TV show. That you just, either one of you, you flag me when you're interested, okay? When you're oh, like, Oh, I'm boom. interested out of the gate. Erin, I think she killed in our company. Why, did you kill Lord of the Rings? Uh, no, I killed the books. The books. Oh, okay, so why? the movies? Why? Can he just calm down? <laughs> like, I don't need to know the scientific reasoning about how this particular rock that Frodo is walking by formed in the fires of Mordor and then the yeah. Nazgul brought it back because of Lothlorien and 
uh, Gandalf is gray and now he's white. I just like, can you can you relax? No, thank you. And that's an errand of grievances. That's I was an prompt to errand of grievances. Thank she you for doing know. that. She didn't even know. She didn't even know. Listen, I'm, <laughs> looking at the, I'm looking at the garage band and it's like through the roof. She is in the red the whole it's, time. Well, that's passion. That's what passion, that's passion. looks like in garage band, Jamie. But Aaron, well, what? understanding everything you just said, what if I told you, 30 for 30 voice, what if I told you <laughs> that there was a TV show based not on the books, but on the footnotes and the appendices of the books? Would that's you be interested? That's exactly my freaking point, Knox. That is absurd. Like this, this, this is not normal behavior it's from not. a person. It's to- not. I, I respect it, but I'm, I'm not interested. Stop talking to me about all the swords and their names and why these, this race can't. T- Stop it! What, I don't need what, okay, to know why this, this jewel is so important. <laughs> what, what if we told you that it, uh, it t- the first season cost two hundred fifty million dollars to make? God. No, not even that. Just the rights to make. The rights to make oh, to do right. more money with that's it. That's right. Okay? It's a billion dollars. Because you can just make something. I, I guarantee you, you could make something up and it would probably escape the notice of the Tolkien estate because they'd be like, we can't get through all this content. Well, first of all, they've called and they're like, it's Tolkien. Whatever. <laughs> I'm That's American. Not, okay. No, but you know what she did though? She mispronounced that so they would fixate on that. Meanwhile, Aaron's working on stuff that they don't even know about, right? They don't even they know. I'm up here in the footnotes of the Cimmerillion <laughs> learning about how the freaking Tom Bombadil is <laughs> who doesn't even show up anywhere. Nobody wants to give him anything. He's just a guy hanging out in the woods it doesn't make any sense to me i don't even know if that's a real person or if that's a Trixie hobbit that you just made up i just I don't know. know and i Tom just Bombadil is a real person oh, is yeah. he in the okay. book I'm, yeah. I'm so happy for him but what he's just he's just a poem he's that's what i'm saying Nuts. he's not even a character he's a poem don't poems deserve shows too? no no poems don't you don't even believe that you don't even <laughs> you don't. believe that you're just you're just saying that <laughs> So the the only case I have for why this might be good is because of what you mentioned, Jamie. It is enormously expensive, right? It yes. was two hundred fifty million to secure the rights, four hundred sixty five million just to produce a first season, which the is first a, season. It's a you know a little under sixty million per episode. Oh, the most expensive gosh. TV episodes uh, episodes to make before that was uh, Stranger Things, most recent season, right. which is uh, thirty million. So we're doubling that, wow. or we're tripling Game of Thrones. Okay. We are we are above and away. Uh, actually, we're more than tripling. We're quadrupling. But anyways, that's that doesn't make sense. That we just spent a lot of money, so it has to be good. But yeah. that's the only thing I'm holding on to. But regardless, I don't know that this is gonna be good. But I'm gonna smooch it because it's gonna be something, right? It's either going to be really good, I think, or it's gonna be like the Hindenburg meets the Titanic meets Waterworld. Like it's gonna be catastrophically bad. But we're gonna watch it either way. Yeah. How so? Over under. How many projects are the two creators? How many projects have they worked on before this? I'm gonna set it at two and a half. You can take the over oh, or the under. It's for sure under. Just it's, I know I feel it in my spirit. This is the first one. This is their first credited <gasps> thing on ever? a TV. No. Ever. The only no. thing that convinced the, uh, Amazon to let them do it was J.J. Abrams was like, these guys are freaking awesome. J.J. Abrams, Trek. He's, he's in a spiral. We are not sure that J.J. Abrams is good anymore. So Golly. I think smooch it because this could be the worst thing to ever happen on TV. You and know? don't you want to know that you watched, don't you all want to have a collective togetherness about we all watched the worst thing that ever happened? It, But in their defense, though, if it's so boring that no one cares to watch, it might not like get the criticism it deserves, you know, because of Tom oh. Bobdill or whatever Aaron was talking about. <laughs> Bombadil. You know? Bombadil. Bombadil. <laughs> right, what's your next smooch, Jamie? Okay, so I am going to recommend uh, three movies that you should check out this that are coming out this month. And the thing that they have in common, so the three movies are The Woman King, Blonde, and Don't Worry Darling. Mm. Now, 
the thing they have in common is questionable accents across <laughs> the board. So let's start with The Woman King. I do think this is a theater experience you're going to want. Uh, it comes out September 16th. It is the story of the all-female unit of warriors who protected the African kingdom of Dahomey in the 1800s, which is super cool. Obviously, Viola Davis is the star. But here's the thing. I, I just called her Viola because I think you call her Viola. But and I like that. It's man. When you were poetic. talking, I was like, I don't know how to say her name. No, it's, I think it's Viola Davis. Viola, but I, I normally Viola say Viola, anymore. but I realized, oh yeah, okay. But Viola sorry, Davis, Viola. I know Viola Davis. No matter what she's in, first of all, how to get away with murder walk. If you know, you know. And then she always has a little bit of South Carolina in her accent, and it does not matter who. And I've noticed that some African. Uh, <laughs> critics have already uh, they have some concerns about the trailer um, about the mysterious accents that Viola Davis is using so okay. um, so that's the first but I think it will be a great movie so I'm very hopeful the second one is Blonde we've already talked about this Blonde is coming to Netflix on September 28th it's uh, the story of Marilyn Monroe starring Ana de Armas Ana did make a theatrical decision to keep her Cuban accent, uh, maybe against her will. I don't know. I don't okay, know. Okay, spin zone. She didn't, but it's kind of like a whack-a-mole. It's like, there yeah. it is, now it's gone. No, it's there gone. it is, now it's gone. Yeah, yeah, you can't tell. And look, I like this movie idea because I do love biopics that are what I call walkabout biopics, mm-hmm. where it's not really about what happened uh, in their lives, but it's more of a subversive essence. Cause I don't like Spencer, Jackie, Judy, all the one named. Sure. They're always just one, one word. So yes. blonde feel, feels like it fits that. And then the last one is of course, don't worry, darling, which by the way, we talked about at length in the more, <laughs> you know, this week, because all I cared about was talking about Olivia Wilde, yeah. getting her comeuppance. We talk about all the tea, all the tea. So if you want to join us there, all our B fights for the more, you know, wait until September 1st. Cause that's the beginning of a month. That's right. So if you're listening to this on Wednesday, wait till Thursday and you can hear how fired up I got. And if you don't that. know, it includes Shia LaBeouf, the reemergence of Shia LaBeouf, which is it's crazy. quite the spin zone. Yeah, I know. So, but here's the thing. So if this start, it's, September 23rd in theaters. There are at least four public feuds going on with this film right now. Okay. Uh, The latest feud broke this week. It's delicious. A clip was released this past week of Harry Styles and Florence Pugh acting. And he is talking. And let me tell you, in the 15 seconds he speaks, he goes from a Midwestern accent to a British accent, then to what I think is an ancient Danish accent. I do not know what happens. Y'all... Harry is not a good actor. Maybe he's doing like some Canterbury st- tale stuff in there. You know, who knows? Let's just give him like, a shot. The baker. I'm the baker. We have an atom bomb. Like, you know, I don't it, know what he's doing. It feels like what Gone Girl did with Emily Ratatouille, this movie is trying to do with him, but he's a main character. So that's that's rough. That's and we, a tough thing. I guess thing. we'll get to see his nipples too, though. So oh, maybe you, it'll you're dang work right. Out. We're going to see them nipples. <laughs> you can be for sure about that. I like all those. I uh, And I think I, I think I came to a conclusion. I think I had a, a moment, like an epiphany. I was like, I don't need, I don't need good accents. You know, I don't need good accents. I think I decided you, that. You don't mean that. You. Do I think not I do. I think I actually like a bad accent. If we're, if we're actually. You'd like a bad Appalachia accent representing your family. And yours, because you also, as a reminder, <laughs> do live there. Um, but the uh, a movie I'm going to talk about at the end of this episode has a bad accent from a beloved person. Okay. And uh, I, I was like, I, my heart tells me I should hate this. But I love this. I absolutely love hearing this. So I'm all in on the Cuban Mar- Marilyn Monroe. I think it's okay. going to be wonderful. Okay. Another uh, smooch that I have. This is uh, Hocus Pocus two. This is uh, the <gasps> I'm sequel. So excited. I know. Well, I don't know. Are we? Maybe. Oh. Who knows? <laughs> so this is a reboot of the 1993 movie, which uh, the 1993 movie was better than it probably deserved to be, um, and it's kind of a, a cult classic. 
and I don't know why Hocus Pocus 2 didn't go to theaters because it's going it's going to the big D going to the big D uh, oh. and it's not going to theaters so it must be pretty bad or it has to be bad because I would think that would be because really horror Halloween movies do really well even though it's for a short amount of time they do really well especially a movie that you can take kids to that you know it's going to be scary adjacent but not like all the way scary yeah. um, so for them not to do that is interesting uh, Sam Richardson's in this Tony Hale is in this uh, Hannah Waddingham from uh, Ted Lasso is in this so it feels like they're going to lean more on the adults than the kids thank goodness because the original for people who don't remember the original exists as like an exegesis on the social importance of virginity status um, <laughs> so look when I was a kid and I, and I watched that I assumed just the takeaway was like wow probably 75% of my teenage conversations are going to be about virginity because that's what this movie was and were they about did you talk about virginity that much no it was probably close to zero percent but actually plot twist in church all of my conversations 70 percent of my conversations were about virginity you know so it's kind of weird how that happened uh, it was prescient in that way yes, um yeah. but this movie there's not much in the teaser yet uh and i, I wanted to i saw this on a, a betting side i use the vegas over under on bet midler musical numbers is at two and a half and I feel like that's a great number because you got to bet the over. You have to bet the over because she's like, because Sarah Jessica Parker can sing, right? Yeah. Can yeah. she? I mean, I, I, I assume she, all actors can sing. But she, I, I always think of her. You know what? It's bad. I think anyone in the theater can sing. And exactly. I know that that's not true. But like yeah. she had a theater background and she, I know she can dance because she was in uh, Girls Just Want to Have Fun. That's and true. So I, but Kathy Jimmy, can she sing? I actually, I think she might be better than Sarah Jessica Parker. Well, listen, and songs, you know what songs do in a movie? Uh, they fill time where the dialogue is no good. So. That's right. They communicate emotion when dialogue writers are not very good at it. The, the right. good thing is the uh, director is Anne Fletcher, who uh, she did some This Is Us, but she also directed The Proposal and then like oh. never got to work again. So I don't know what that's about. <gasps> and then uh, Jen D'Angelo wrote it who, and she wrote a lot of Workaholics episodes. I love Workaholics. Um, so I think this could be I think this could be pretty good. Okay, I'm so, hopeful. I'm, I'm very hopeful. OK, my next smooch is it's all related to music. Now, listen, did you know that I read a study that they took Spotify data and they found that teens their music taste is dominated by new and popular music but by the time you reach age 33 that's the standard when you reach age 33 you stop taking in new music 100% believe that 100% I, well yeah of course because there are people who are like I'm just listening to Britney Spears again over <laughs> and over um, and look at Britney Spears hit right now it's just a remake of a song that he's now remade how many times has Elton John remade this tiny come on Elton like, John hey can I on. stop it for a second smooch yeah. Mary kill Britney Spears on social media just like in general right now oh yeah uh, I hate to say kill because she just got free but <laughs> sure. I am gonna say kill my bad but I say you marry go. it for the entertainment value kill it because I just I just need someone helping her be like baby we don't need a 22 minute Listen, video and I on just stuff need, and I need some I make a remover that takes that <laughs> mascara all the way off that's what I need so here I have three for those who are looking for like a musical like okay give me a recommendation I'm over 33 let's have it so there are three great albums coming out this month the first is Santa Gold now you might have never heard of Santa Gold but if you listen to the Queen's remix of Break My Soul by Beyonce she lists all these kind of iconic black singers and uh, Santa Gold is one of them. And so she hasn't had an album in six years. It's called Spirituals. It's an ode to Negro spirituals. But her musical genre, I would say it, it's really undefined. It's like reggae meets alternative meets hip hop. It's excellent. The s singles that are already out, I love. The second album, which I think you might be interested in, is Marcus Mumford has a solo album coming out on September 16th. I'm so 16th, excited. I'm right? so excited. Yeah. It's called uh, Self-Titled. I already love the first three singles, like a lot, a lot. It feels like a house concert 
that you willingly consented to. Yeah. And, and, and that, you know, that's a sidebar here, real quick. Kill, don't bring your guitar to a house where you, it wasn't specifically asked that you bring your guitar to a house. Okay? <laughs> right. Nobody yeah. wants to hear it. No generation wants that. And then the third album, if you're interested in country, and listen, I like country, but like I don't love all the like, my truck's stuck in mud and your hoe, your back's a hoe down. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Your back's a hoe? Like your, What's your... that Sam Hunt song? The hoe down back. The bat, your body is a back. I body body is a backhoe. That's what oh, you, I is think. That, is it your body is a backhoe? But I think it is. I think you thought his body is a backhoe, but his body is a back road. But I think it's, it's more a, interesting. No, I don't to think it's a back road. What is it, Aaron? It's, a, it's back road. I oh. think it's a back road. I'm, I'm Alexa. Is your body a backhoe or a back road? I'm gonna look that up. Listen, I get, look for what you want in life, and maybe I'm looking for a backhoe. Okay, Little Big Town. Who I listen. I kind of secretly love them because the two girls met at Sanford where you spent your freshman year of college mm-hmm. and uh, which is here in Birmingham and then one of the guys Jimmy is from my hometown like my little tiny cow hometown and so I like this new album it's called Mr. Sun it comes out September 16th I like their country music because they have a windows down feel without the oppression you mm. know from their own group as a band like sure. they don't hate everybody. You know what I mean? And yeah. so I really like them. They have a cute vibe and I love that. And then bonus music wise, you know, I told this audience once and you of course that I told you once that my grandma calls your Pikachu your front bottom. Right. And the band, the front bottoms, they have a new EP coming out September 2nd. Look at that. Won't he them. do it? Won't, Won't he, he do, do it? it? <laughs> now to clean this up, um, there is. How dare you? How <laughs> dare you? There is body like a backhoe. Um, that is by Screamer, Bad oh, Music for oh. Worse People. That's the album. <laughs> How do we know that's not great? That's Sam, I don't know. I haven't listened to it. Yeah, so, yeah. Andy, if you don't mind to put that in the show notes. Although, What's... the screen wrap from what I'm looking at is it's like a man with a, a diaper and a UFC tattoo. So, I don't know. Maybe watch it first, Andy. Mm. Sam Hunt is body like a back road. So, just a... Back just road. A yeah. Yeah, it's like you, you're... You driving? You, it's cur- yeah, it's curvy. I know it. I know this back road. You know. I, what? <sighs> In the lyrics, it's like, I'm going 15 and a 30. I'm not in a hurry. Yeah. My last smooch is, uh, it's a little television show on Showtime that people are calling American Gigolo. Now, this is the TV adaptation of the Richard Gere movie. I did not see the Richard Gere movie. I'm I'm asking you if you did, but I know you saw that movie. Can, can you confirm that? It's Yeah, murder sex industry. Yeah, yeah, is that, yeah. Is that, where, that. is that where the gerbil goes up his butt, allegedly? No, it's not, but maybe that, it is. The, I, I think it was the press campaign for that movie where... Because I don't know if Richard, he did that personally, not in a movie. No, he actually didn't. I mean, Richard Gere, if you're listening, I know you didn't do it, but like that's the <laughs> the urban legend is he did it, and that's kind of what uh, John Bernthal, who takes on the uh, titular ro- role uh, in this TV show, he's dealing with. He is framed for murder. He goes to prison for 15 years, and then he gets out. He, I guess, he tries to like live a life, and he's like, I would like to go back to Gigoloin. And uh, do you know who he tells that to? Who he's like, hey. Would you help me go back to Gigoloan? Do you know what what uh, person from Improv Television in our past? No, who? Wayne Brady. Wayne Brady is in this movie <laughs> as his handler, and <laughs> that's just my favorite because the when Wayne Brady did like, is Wayne Brady gonna have to choke a B word in the Dave Chappelle right. sketch? Yes, like I yes. thought, there's a there's a mendaciousness to Wayne Brady that I'd like to see run a little bit. I'm hoping this is the show. This show also has Rosie O'Donnell as a detective, right? Speaking of mendacious, yeah. And like <laughs> her manner, her appearance, her vibe, it's all tough. Um, but I think she's in his corner, I guess. But um, I don't know. It's uh, I'm a big fan of John Bernthal. I've got a, a show <gasps> I'm going to green light uh, in a couple weeks that he is 
absolutely incredible on. Showtime's kind of on a hot streak. I mean, you got Yellow Jackets. Yeah. I didn't mind the Dexter reboot. So uh, I, I think they've got some good things going. Uh, you mentioned Rose O'Donnell. Uh, Gretchen Moll's also in this, and Jerry Bruckheimer uh, executive produced this. Uh, the, sh- the only problem is the showrunner who did Ray Donovan, he was taken off this, and they explained he was taken off not for sexual reasons. So he didn't do a sexual That's thing. literally what he said. It's not for sexual stuff, you guys. Just not sexual. But other than that, uh, I feel like this could be good. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check this out. Okay. And I hope, it, I hope in the first episode, first scene, like he wakes up, his alarm goes off or whatever. And he's like, ah, time to start my day as an American gigolo. And I'll be like, oh, we're in good hands. This is good stuff right now. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Pear Eyewear. I just love a reason to celebrate a niche pop culture themed holiday, don't you? Whether it's April 25th, known as the perfect date, when all you need is a light jacket. If you know, you know, or better yet, May the 4th. I'll gladly go all in. I was trying to think of a fun way to decorate R2 Dust to you in honor of this most holy day of the year. And then I found out that Pear Eyewear just launched a Star Wars theme collection. Now I think I might have to celebrate by getting some new top frames for me instead, because the force is just that strong in their newly launched Star Wars collection. You guys, I'm not even joking. These frames are so adorable. And when I saw that they had a Grogu gradient, I could not contain my excitement. They have 21 unique designs that are all perfectly niche in the most delightful way. Their interpretations of familiar Star Wars icons are like fun Easter eggs that you can easily snap onto your favorite glasses whenever you're in the mood for a change. I love that their frames are so affordable at just $25 and that changing them is so easy. Hearing that little snap when you change out your frames, so satisfying. From legendary battles to formidable icons, these epic designs are for true fans. And whether you side with the Rebels, the Dark Side, or the Mandalorian, Pair Eyewear has got you covered. One pair, infinite possibilities. Go to PairEyewear.com and use code POP for 15% off your first pair and support the show by mentioning that the podcast sent you in your post-checkout survey. That's P-A-I-R-Eyewear.com, code POP. So the weather's getting warmer, and I'm so excited to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to dresses and tees. I'm so glad that I found Quince because not only can I update my wardrobe for the long haul, but I can do it without spending a fortune. Even penthouse Jamie, she's trying to save her cash dollars in this economy. But y'all know how I value quality, and I want to find timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Now, Quince has just restocked their $40 linen wide leg pant, which I am super bummed to try. They have such a nice drape to them and they're 100% linen, which means they'll be super breathable and I'll feel like I'm wearing no pants at all, which is my preference. I'm also loving the look of the organic cotton gauze roll sleeve shirt, which is also $40. Guys, true story. Like, They have great pieces. I am obsessed with the cardigan I have and the sunglasses I have. The Leon sunglasses are dope. Their prices truly cannot be beat. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands because they partner directly with top factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics. They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass that savings on to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pop for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash pop to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash pop. This episode is brought to you by our amazing sponsor, Olive and June. As a longtime user of Olive and June and as the chairman and co-founder of the We Don't Wear Open Toe Shoes If Our Feet Are Not Presentable Club, I don't think we talk enough about their petty system. Listen to me. Now, the weather is getting warmer. I know you're going to be tempted to go out without just like even acknowledging your winter feet. 
maybe need to just have a little buff. You know what I mean? And I'm going to need you to stop right now and order a petty system immediately. Like their mani system, Olive and Jean's petty system comes with everything you need to get those feet ready and presentable without the hassle of going to a salon, including the Posy, which is this brilliant footstool that opens up and you can use it to store everything in. It also comes with a smoothing foot file and hydrating foot serum, which are both mandatory if you ever plan to be around me with your toes on display. I just love how generous they are. And they just sent us the quick dry spring collection and the Kalazog. Gorgina. They truly have the best shades, whether you like bright colors, pastels, or neutrals. The Kitten Quick Dry is my go-to neutral shade, but if I'm in the mood for something fun, I've been reaching for Flamingo, which is this bright coral pink shade that is just perfect for spring. Just like their regular polishes, the Quick Dry are super long-lasting, and the best part is they dry in just about a minute. I'm as obsessed with the Quick Dry for doing my pedicures as I am with the tab press-ons for my manis because they are so quick and easy and give the best results every single time. Visit oliveandjean.com slash podcast for 20% off your first system. That's O-L-I-V-E-A-N-D-J-U-N-E dot com slash P-O-P-C-A-S-T for 20% off your first system. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big, small ones, whether it's the stress that comes with planning a big event, having to redo the electrical in your entire house unexpectedly, or simply having to go on a picnic lunch when you'd rather be home pantless watching your favorite show. Stress is truly a universal experience that if left unchecked can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space where you can get things off your chest and work through anything that's weighing you down big or small. I've truly noticed such a difference in my stress level since I started therapy years ago, making it a priority and a consistent part of my routine has allowed me to relieve my stress in a very safe environment instead of bottling it all. As someone who has a hard time sitting in my feelings, it's given me the habit of reflection so I can identify and deal with stressors early on before they overwhelm me. BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, and entirely online, making it easy to stay consistent. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash podcastpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash podcastpod. All right, let's do uh, the Mary of September, Jamie. What you got? Okay, so I have to put TV shows into the Mary category because you got to like, you got to commit, you got to watch. Well, I'm going to say, and I'm not, I don't know if I'm proud of it or not, but I'm actually so excited about this new show. And it's called Reboot on Hulu. It okay. starts September 20th. Reboot is about the dysfunctional cast of an early 2000s hit sitcom called Step Right Up, who, <laughs> and they now must face unresolved issues from their time as uh, a family. It's a family show where it's Keegan-Michael Key is the dad. Johnny Knoxville is on it. Okay. Judy Greer is the mom. Rachel Bloom is the Hulu executive. And guys, it's set at Hulu. Like, it's a Hulu show, also <laughs> set at Hulu. And so she's the Hulu executive. They're like, I want to bring this show back. I really like Rachel Bloom. And then the the the, the showrunner of the re- original show is Paul Reiser. And we talked about Incredible. Paul Reiser. Is the Reiser Renaissance. is here. We yeah. love it. And so the I'll tell you, this that trailer made me laugh out loud so many times because the kid has grown up. His mom's still coming. I think Johnny Knoxville maybe strips her in a trailer. It's Great. A, I don't know. This group of people make me really, really happy. And I really like Judy Greer. This feels like a sweet spot for her. She's yep. a supporting character. She was. It, this was originally supposed to be Leslie Bibb. And then they were like, uh, do we want to see Leslie Bibb do uh, press? Because we do not. No, and so don't. she got replaced. So I love that. And it looks, the trailer looks genuinely funny because I like the concept of like we act like these reboots are just going smoothly <laughs> they are not they are not 
No, this looks really good. And I think the secret sauce is uh, Stephen Levitan from Modern Family. Oh, yes, yes. Is He's a created, So I feel like that's a steady hand, and that's someone who probably got a little tired of doing Modern Family. I think Rachel Bloom has great taste. Um, and I love, there's a kid, uh, Kalen Worthy. He was uh, the worst Disney uh, Channel show, Austin and Allie. He was the only good part on it. Okay. Uh, and I like him a lot. So uh, okay. I, think, I think this is going to be a great show. I really like this. I'm also going to do a television show. And this is a season two of something I've already greenlit. Uh, it's oh, okay. Abbott Elementary. Uh, I greenlit uh, maybe yes. a couple months ago. But to revisit it, if you miss that episode or you don't know, Abbott Elementary is written and produced by Quinta Brunson. And it's basically just about a group of teachers brought together in one of the worst public schools uh, in the country just because they like teaching. And I recently, randomly, uh, read the pilot script. Uh, it was originally called Herity Elementary. And okay. it's just, I was reminded how breezy this show is, uh, even though it takes on like a pretty weighty topic, you know? And I think network comedies are in full retreat. So uh, even this existing is an accomplishment, but I'm hoping because of all the accolades uh, and all the fanfare it's gotten, that season two gets more budget so they can be more ambitious with the characters and the settings. And also, if I could just request for a second to speak to the whiteys out there, um, just for a second. <laughs> Hey, white people, it's Coach Knox here, fellow white person. I'll even give you the white person safe words to let you know I'm being authentic. Mayonnaise, Eddie Bauer. <laughs> Calling Target Target, okay? So you're safe, you're okay, you're understood. If you're tuning me out about Abbott Elementary because you worry this is a show, it's going to make you feel guilty for being white, I can assure you this is not the case, although a little guilt and self-reflection every now and then isn't a bad thing. It's literally just a show about teachers who are doing their best in a system that routinely fails them which feels more and more prescient every single day. It's got a ton of heart, ton of humor, and it's even in the mockumentary format. So just like The Office, so it'll be an easy transition for you. Knox loves teachers. Knox loves a show about teachers. I think you'll really like this uh, TV show. You know, my favorite tweet that I saw about this, about season two, was somebody was like, can you believe this? This is how it should be. A show goes off the air, and then we get a second season just five months later. I'm like, <laughs> that's how network TV worked. Yeah. Like, they don't even, Gen Z doesn't even know. They don't even no. know. No, okay. they're like, I waited two years for succession. You know, like that's a whole new world, whatever. That's right. Okay, my second Mary is books. I think obviously the fall is a great time to be reading. You just cozy up or you just sweat like we'll do here and you read. And I have three books that I think I've actually already read them. They would all qualify to be green lights. Oh, nice. Okay. So the, I decided to go ahead and read all of them. So yeah. the first one that comes out September 6th is Fairy Tale by Stephen King. Listen, I think Stephen King has become such an amazing second half of his life writer. He was already an amazing first half, but this is because he, he, he was he did an interview recently and he said I asked myself early in the pandemic what could you write that would make you happy right now <laughs> <laughs> and so this is what he wrote so it's about Charlie Reed who's a 17 year old high schooler who's like good student good athlete but his mom was killed in a hit and run when she was hit by a plumber when he was 10 and then his dad becomes a drinker because of it and so he kind of learns how to take care of his dad he takes care of himself they meet a dog named Radar and yeah. Radar has a owner named Howard who's a recluse in a big house and there's a lock shed in the backyard and that is all I'm going to tell you about that book but y'all it is so fantastic I sped through it even faster than I normally do because it was just so good and then I immediately ordered it to have a physical copy because the cover is really really pretty too so let me, okay um, let me ask a question because i i saw that book too and i worried is it going to end dark and weird and like twisty or is it kind of like a, a breezier book no it is a breezier okay. stephen king if you're there are horror elements to it there's a little bit of tension but it's not like 
It's not misery. You know what sure. I mean? Sure. Yes. Uh, or I would say the to me the scariest Stephen King is Pet Cemetery. So oh it's God. not that, but like it's really really good. Okay. And then the second book is Strangers to Ourselves: Colon Unsettled Minds and the Stories That Make Us. This is by Rachel Aviv. She is a, a writer for the New Yorker. This book. And I love when journalists go to long form. And I read this book because Patrick Rodden Keith, my favorite journalist who does that, he recommended this book. And uh, she, what she does is she takes four profiles of people in the mental health pipeline who themselves have been diagnosed, maybe misdiagnosed with mental health issues. And then she weaves in her own stories because she herself was institutionalized at one point wow. for a mental health diagnosis. And what I love about it is I, I really feel like mental health has become like a fodder on social media. Like here is a carousel of quotes about your mental health. <laughs> and this book kind of unpacks the reality of how psychiatry really works for better or for worse, and the impact that that can have on a life. And the way she tells these stories, like there's like a privileged Harvard graduate who gets diagnosis and it's a misdiagnosis. And then a, a doctor who ends up losing his livelihood because of a misdiagnosis. It's just really, really well, well done. So it's a great nonfiction. And then the last one, Kate Atkinson, I think is a go-to author that you can always trust. I loved Life After Life. And uh, she has a new literary fiction out, which I'm not normally a literary fiction fan, but this one was so excellent. It's called Shrines of Gaiety. It's set in the it's set in London, post-World War One, Roaring Twenties. Uh, the protagonist is Nellie Coker. She has emerged uh, to run these nightclubs and do other nefarious things. She also has six children. And the whole plot is about a missing girl uh, and a librarian who's searching for the missing girl. All the characters are so well executed and the plot is really intricate. You're going to read it really fast. It's a classic. If you've ever liked Kate Atkinson, you will love this too. It comes out September 27th. Okay. I've got uh, three books as well. And I just, I wanted to say before um, I mentioned these three books, I I've also made uh, a decision to, I've been doing this, but I just want to come clean and like, just like, you know, really make a statement about this. Uh Uh I judge books by covers and I'm going to keep doing it. I think everyone should do it. I just think we should start being honest about that. I think actions have consequences. And if your book title is like queen horny girl of the craggles and dragons (laughs) and the cover looks like like sexy maleficent fan fiction i'm just not going to read your book and i hope you sell so many and i hope everyone loves your book but it's not for me and that's okay you know that's, that's right. all right that's so, okay yeah uh it, accordingly these three books the covers really jumped out of me and i also happen to really like vibe with their stories the first one is the unfolding by am holmes um this is it's a story about family dynamics uh and like shifting cultural and political fortunes it takes place in the aftermath of the 2008 election um so it kind of deals with uh, a kid kind of realizing maybe history isn't what she thought and a father kind of railing against like a world that he doesn't recognize anymore. A.M. Holmes, she's a very cinematic writer. Uh, she's written like a lot of TV. So I really gravitate towards cinematic writing. Yeah. Um, I don't like pages about like the undulating hills of promise and moisture and hope. I just would like, <laughs> let's get to it, you know? So I think uh, in, in what I've read so far, I really enjoy this. Uh, the other one or another one is uh, The Bliss Montage. This is by Ling Ma. Uh, uh, she wrote Severance, which I... I don't know that I ever greenlit, but I loved. Like it was really good. Oh no, you did greenlit it. Okay, um, this is uh, it's it's short stories. So there's eight short stories about people people uh, making their way through, uh, you know, kind of chaos uh, and reality and the blending of the two. Um, one is a woman who lives in a house but with all of her ex boyfriends. Um, one is about a friendship that uh, grows around this drug that can make you in- invisible, and then another is about this ancient ritual that will heal you uh, of anything you need to heal you of, but it has to bury you alive 
and whether or not you want to do that. So just really clever premises. Um, I always love short stories and short fiction. And the last one's a nonfiction. This is American Demon, colon, Elliot Ness and the Hunt for America's Jack the Ripper. I didn't know this story. I didn't know it was true. I didn't know anything about it. This is by Daniel Stashauer. And it kicks off with the discovery of a severed torso, um, which leads to the discovery of multiple other killings and the revelation that a serial killer is on the loose. So then Elliot Ness is brought in, fresh off dealing with Al Capone, He's like, I'm gonna freaking find this serial killer. Let's go. And I just, I didn't, I didn't know about Elliot Ness. I didn't I just, even know those were connected. I didn't either. I was like, Kevin Costner, Elliot Ness, Al Capone, and like, I guess he retired. Because Jack like, the Ripper dogs. was in London, right? Well, America's version of Jack the Ripper. Oh, know? I see. Okay. You remember, like in Silicon Valley, where everybody's like, this is like Uber of Frogo. Oh, you know what so, I mean? So like Jack the Ripper with a trucker hat and some Birkenstocks. Exactly. Yes. Got precisely. It, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Spoiler alert, though. That's exactly who it is. Um, <laughs> okay. But yeah, this I thought I'm definitely going to uh, audiobook that one. So um, I think those are six books that anyone oh, would love reading. I think they would love. Okay. So my next Mary is like Knox mentioned Abbott Elementary, a season two. I want to mention a show that's coming back in September for the last time, and that is Atlanta. We both love it mm-hmm. desperately. And look, I liked season three a lot. But I did miss that they weren't in Atlanta. Yeah. Because <laughs> they were in all over Europe. Um, and so the final season is set to premiere on September 15th. We'll come back to uh, Atlanta. We will navigate the outcomes of the season three finale, if you know, you know. And I, you know what? I just was thinking about these four people, the primary cast. And I just don't know that there is a better small ensemble cast on TV. Nobody, there's not a weak link. Everybody is throwing a million miles an hour. Mm -hmm. Everybody is so good. They are so good together. Their chemistry, their tension, it's all really good. So this is your chance to kind of catch up. I think an Atlanta fall would be a perfect way to spend it. Yeah, you know, I I saw a lot of people throwing a lot of shade at season three. I, I really liked it. And I think some of it is, I don't know this for a fact, but I can only speculate. Uh, it was a. Uh, it didn't feature the cast as prominently. I think they were right. all making stuff because they're yeah. all so talented and in demand now. But um, yeah, just the unconventional storytelling that they're doing, it's unlike anything else on, oh, yeah. on TV. Just the, the risk they're willing to take. That's a good one. Obviously, you know, I've got Survivor is coming back uh, September 21st, I believe. Oh, yeah. uh, so I'm really excited about that. But uh, more uh, specifically, I'd like to talk about Andor. Uh, this is the <laughs> streaming series also on the Big D that uh, originates. I'm just, I'm going to keep calling it Big D. You think that's why Disney is not giving us an affiliate account because you keep calling it the Big no, D? No, see, I think they're not giving us affiliate account, so I'm going to keep calling it Big D. And okay, next week, I'm going to call it the Big D. That's no, what I'm going to do. No. No, I'm going to, uh, you know what? Actions have consequences, Disney. So that's just, it's going to get more phallic the longer you put us off. Okay? <laughs> we could be an asset or we can be a problem. That's just what I'm going to say, Bob J. That's true. That should be I know our you're listening. of our company. I know you're listening. <laughs> Um, so this is basically, it originates a lot of the drama and characters we know from Rogue One. I loved Rogue One. I, now in retrospect, I think it's the only significant artistic accomplishment from the modern <laughs> era of Star Wars retreads. I right? like Force Awakens, but I will agree. I think it's the standalone that it's the kind of prequel that was perfect. It yeah, was a perfect I, I like prequel. Force Awakens too, but if you're like, could you take any risks storytelling instead of being a baby and telling baby yeah. stories with these right. baby characters? <laughs> then I would like Rogue One, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, Andy's going to put the trailer in the show notes and just like watch it and tell me it doesn't give you everything you want. Okay. Epic sweeping score. Check. Inexplicable British accents, even though we're in space and this is all made up. <laughs> check. A droid emoting with noises that sound like <laughs> like love it all in uh, haves and the have nots there's the lady who looks like Cruella DeVille's sister Force Whitaker dramatically <coughs> perspiring plus it's a three episode premiere I cannot tell you how much 
I love a show that's like, do you want more than just one parceled out once a week? Would yeah. you like to understand if you even like this? Well, here's three. You can watch three of these episodes. I'm talking to you, She-Hulk. I freaking love you. I love that show. But you're just not giving me anything to work with. I okay? need two episodes. Why can't we have two episodes a week? I, don't I feel like a poor that. child in Victorian England <laughs> asking for a piece of bread. Just give me something. To watch. It's ridiculous. I don't, you know, I didn't realize that Andor, uh, it's like, and I was looking at the who's writing the episodes and it was like, it's the Gilroys, which yep. is pretty good. And Tony then, G, my man. Let's right. go. <laughs> and then Bo Willimon, he wrote three of the episodes. That's right. That's and that's right. House He's like, of Cards, guys. That's House of Cards. And, and Bo Willimon is like, Kevin Spacey is not in Andor. <laughs> or is he? No, he's not. But that, I mean, it'd be hilarious if he was. And he what was if a villain, he wasn't there and then he died? And we yeah. killed him. What but if again, Diego Luna killed him? Diego Luna, guys. That's also not Diego to mention Luno. hot Cassian. Like, that's a pretty man. That's, that's a, a pretty, pretty man. man. Yeah. That's a really pretty man. Every spring, I'm reminded that there's nothing like a fresh start in spring cleaning. This year, we're taking things one step further with our spring refresh at the McCoy House. Sure, it's been a lot of work to get here, but we're all so excited to settle into our new space. If you've ever moved before, you know there's nothing like the first night in a new room and the difference that soft, breathable, all-new bedding can make. Bowl and Branches signature sheets are the perfect way to start upgrading your sleep and are designed to feel incredible for all sleepers. They're made with the finest 100% organic cotton and feel incredible on night one, yet they still get softer with every single wash bowl and branch very kindly sent us a code to try out their sheets and i and by i i mean my wife ashley picked the signature hemmed sheet set in cream we both were so impressed that the quality and softness were so good and so nice they were super breathable which i'm also thankful for with summer just around the corner sleep better with the softest most breathable bedding from bowl and branch go to bowlandbranch.com slash podcast for 15 percent off your first sheet set plus free shipping that's bowl and branch b-o-l-l-a-n-d branch.com slash podcast for 15% off exclusion supply see site for details let's wrap up here and do our kills of september okay my first kill is going to be people who say autumn here's the thing it's going to start it's going to start we get it uh you're white and you're a writer but Mm -hmm. look your month is October because of Anne of Green Gables. Yeah. So we wait for you on October 1st so that you can tell us that we're love, We're so glad we live in a world with Octobers. Yeah, <laughs> I hate that I'm rooting it for everybody. But don't get ahead of yourself. So don't say autumn. And, and I get that there are other places in the world where autumn is. If the autumn is your cultural norm, do that. But I love that all you people who live in like Little Rock, Arkansas are like, yeah. oh, I love autumn. Stop it. You're from Arkansas. Don't even pretend. Okay. Autumn saying autumn for fall is like when you write on your Substack and you say my piece on Substack currently is very elevated and thoughtful. Not dog. It's just a Substack or a blog post. Like that's what it is. What can, would you allow autumnal? What if I say autumnal? I don't know why I like that better, but I will accept autumn. Cause that's autumn in a tuxedo. Do you know what I mean? And it's like respecting you and now, it's asking it you to be in the formal. tuxedo? Is it winning an Oscar or is it serving me a red wine? No, nah, it's it just like painting some prose that you want to hear. Cause you're like, okay. what's autumnal? I'm listening. I want like, to have my attention. No, now. I love that. Okay. Okay. That's a good one. I'm going to kill the movie also on the big and <laughs> D uh, Pinocchio. <laughs> hey Jason, if you want to edit any of that, you have. <laughs> no, leave it all. They deserve it. They've turned us down three times to be an affiliate. Yet we still keep sending people to their streaming service. We don't even want to be critical. We just want to say, hey, go watch this thing or go watch that thing. Like, that's all we want, Disney. It's not difficult. Ridiculous. Everyone in our companies work for Disney. Everyone. You vetted them all. You know we're okay. One of our staffers is on a Disney cruise right now living his best life. It's unconscionable. It's unconscionable. Um, But also unconscionable is the movie Pinocchio starring Tom Hanks and honestly 
the most hellscapey looking animation I've ever seen in my life. I think for me personally, um, I'm not going to put this on y'all or anybody else. I need a moratorium on Tom Hanks doing old man, weirdly, <laughs> vaguely European accents. I don't need that anymore. I'm good. I've got Thank my Thank you. Welcome. The water is fine. Jump oh, I can't believe I'm here, but I, I just like it. It just weirds me out and I don't like it. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is in this uh, uh, movie. He's Jiminy Cricket and his voice is officially the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. Where? I'd rather listen to Bachelor episodes and Bachelor episodes on a loop than listen to anything Where he has to say in this. Where has Jordan Gordon-Levitt been? Where has he been? What's I don't he know. Doing? I don't know what he's been up to, but if it's been preparation for Jimmy him. Cricket, because you know what it is? It's like they, they were like, hey, you have to be Jimmy Cricket and your voice has to be high. So he, he is like making his voice very high. They didn't even like digitally enhance it. It's just like uncomfortably middle-aged man high-pitched voice, you know? And yeah. I just, I don't like it. I don't well, like I it. did just look up his IMDb. Do you know what he's making next? What? Beverly Hills Cop colon Axel Foley with Eddie Murphy. Oh, hold on. Eddie, oh, okay, whoa. That's, so Eddie Murphy is, well, he is Axel He's reprising Foley. Axel Foley and Joseph Gordon-Levitt is like. I don't know. I don't, I don't we'll find out. I don't know if I hate that or like that. It's better I know than I don't Pinocchio. Like, yeah, yeah, I know I don't like Pinocchio. Also, Robert yeah. Zemeckis directed this. Do we need, Guys. are we sure he's good anymore? Like he did Forrest Gump like 58 years ago. And he did Welcome to Marwin much more recently, and no one like drags him for that. So I just, yeah. I just don't need the live action Disney stuff. No, I, mean, I don't need the live action Disney stuff. I think like, I'm good. I, at all, at yeah. all. Yeah. Okay. Right. My next kill is, and I know that Knox <laughs> Green he uh, told you to marry Abbott Elementary, and I do think that is ex- the exception, not the rule, because I think otherwise you should kill all network TV shows. Probably, yeah. Guys, I, I hate it. And listen, we literally build our business on the back of maybe the worst network show, which is The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Yeah. Yeah. But here's the thing. There's nothing there for you. There's nothing there for you. There's nothing that's going to, you're not going to see, you're not going to see anything that wins an Emmy. I'll tell you that right now. And so why even go there? Like, just enjoy your streamers. Just enjoy your streamers. Live your best life. Now, I will say one exception. I am curious about the Quantum Leap reboot, but that's just because I, like Sam Beckett had a, like he had his foot on my neck during the 90s like I loved Quantum Leap and so this reboot is like Ben Song who is restarting the project he acknowledges Dr. Beckett and Scott Bakula which makes me hope that Scott Bakula will like randomly show up but that's the only show that I'm even giving a chance I would because listen I guys I I'm come from the old school where we would get our entertainment weekly the fall tv preview and yeah. I would like camp out all night like marking and making a little calendar my friend Molly she would make a calendar for me and, and send it to me so I could know when all the premieres were it's just not that way on network tv anymore it's just not no. that way network tv maybe quantum leap definitely survivor <laughs> definitely abbott elementary right and the bachelor but don't watch it just listen don't, to our recap. just listen to us just yeah. listen to us yeah. and then the good doctor and his nips <laughs> no the end it. no you don't watch the good doctor and like, his nipples i do yes or but no? i don't like talking about okay. it publicly okay is what it is is what it is <laughs> uh my last kill is a movie. Aaron, I need you to muffin really quick. This is going to oh, hurt. Oh, no. It's going to be tough. Uh, it's a movie on Apple Plus. It's called The Greatest Beer Run Ever. It is mm. starring Zac Efron. Yeah. It is also starring Russell Crowe inexplicably. Um, <laughs> Zac Efron has a pedophile mustache, and he is trying to smuggle beer into Vietnam for his friends while attempting a Boston or New York accent. It is not great. And that's a serious that's a serious slug line. I didn't make that up. That's literally what he's doing in the movie. Yeah, I know. So he believes in beer but not water? What? No. No, they he's don't need just to like he's sad for his friends because they haven't gotten to have a beer. Honestly, okay. <laughs> okay, in a lot of ways, so this is this is uh, done by Peter Fairley, okay? And Peter Fairley did uh, he solved racism with Green Book, right? Remember that? Right. Solved right, racism right, 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 right. won the Oscar. This feels like him 
explaining what he did on Green Book by like sending Zac Efron into Vietnam with a beer and being like, are we good? Like, is everything cool now? Like, are we good? Are like, we you, over the war? Are you not misunderstood now <laughs> as soldiers? And I don't know. But, it's just, listen, it's But weird. if anybody could do it, who could do it? Zac Efron. Peter Farrelly. Zac Efron. Right. Of course. Of course. <laughs> yeah. I, honestly, Zac, uh, Russell Crowe is like a photographer in this, which I've never seen like a beefy boy photographer like Russell Crowe, you know, like that was kind of weird to watch. You just don't see that a lot. Well, you, you know? got to bend down a lot. You got to do. Down and a just, lot. He feels like the kind of guy when he bends down, it's like, <gasps> just like a lot of that. But he, but, and also Bill Murray's in this and he's doing like a Boston accent and I, it just, it's just a mess. It is in Zac Efron's, it'll be like high school musical Zac Efron given dramatic line readings. Yes. And then it'll be like Boston Zac Efron. And he'd be like, park the car in the yard. Here's your beer. And it's just like, mm, Zach, mummy four is coming, bro. Like, hang on. <laughs> just hang coming. on, baby. Okay. So speaking of Aaron, my last kill addresses her as well. So Aaron and I, we have one fight every calendar year. And that is in the fall where she encourages her audience. And Aaron is a delight to follow on Instagram, Aaron H. Moon. Oh. Um, and she encourages her audience to, you do a pledge, right? That's right. And what's your pledge called? Just like let people love what they love. Like if people want to be basic about fall, if I want to get my pumpkin sludge latte, right. if I want to wear my boots, if I want to wear my indoor scarf, just like l- quit romping on my ding dong right. and let me live. That's and a so very I, wordy title, to be honest with you. It's very wordy. That's just, that's just, that's <laughs> My the note vibe. would be that's less. That's a vibe. Okay. And so she posted on her Instagram and then she asked people, she was like, why don't we sign it? And you sign it and you post it in your stories. And I always sign it every year with your mom because <laughs> I am 100% not going to sign it. Here's yeah. why. I would say kill people who tell you that you can love what you love. Here, This is why. <laughs> that feels aggressive. Well, and I would like to report that to HR. That. I want that on like a mental health uh, Instagram panel, you know, and like italics. Oh, I kill know. people who want. Indy's going to yeah. make that graphic, y'all. Mm-hmm. Okay, but here's why. You can do that. You can let people love what they love. But let me uh, let me do some FYI for you, okay? Because some folks love driving in the left lane slow and writing checks at checkout and t- taking phone calls on speaker and clipping their nails at the airport and talking during movies. No. You can't let just people love what they love because some people love stupid, stupid things. Yeah. Right? Yeah, but this is like about fall. But there are people who like to clip, like they like to wear an indoor scarf while, they <laughs> while they're clipping their toes. Yeah. No, you know that is separate <laughs> behaviors. You know those are not linked. You know there are people at Starbucks getting their PSL who are mm-hmm. also talking on speakerphone to their accountant. Again, those are separate behaviors. No, but, no, not it's not Aaron. They're at yes, Starbucks. They have a scarf. They're talking on speakerphone. They're like Gary, my accountant. This is the greatest autumn ever. And you're just like, do I let <laughs> do I let this ride? I can't let that stand. It's yeah, ridiculous. Like, do you do. Yeah. You let it ride. No, you let people wear a long sleeve crew tee in a tiny shorts that we can't even see. And I'm just supposed to expect to live my life around you. I'm not going to do that. What I are you going to do? What are you going to do? You're going to start killing people? No, I'm not going to kill. You did say you wanted to kill people. I did say I want to. Well, technically. <laughs> you literally I did. I, you literally I did. said I want to kill people telling you that you can live Yeah, so me. Love. Yeah. Well, listen, it's been a nice ride. I think what, what I'm hearing Jamie say, Aaron, is that there is a class of, of society that needs to be the watchers on the wall to be like, that yeah. can stand that stupid thing you love, I'm not going to say anything about that. But this stupid thing that I can't suffer and endure, I am I am put on that's earth right. by God to call this out. That's right. I'm Jon Snow. Mm. You're Bran. <laughs> How <laughs> dare you there's, there's call a lot me there. Bran. There's a lot there. That is a fear. That's the meanest thing you've ever said. Listen, Bran thing. falling out of a window after watching two people have incest sex is 100% something Aaron would do. Fact. <laughs> 
And I'd break my ankle while I did it. Uh, and then she'd bring us all together at the end. Like, it'd be great. Um, okay. Well, that's our conversation about the Sweet Mary Kills of September. If you have thoughts and opinions on our thoughts and opinions, please let us know. Noxjamie.com slash 469. All right, Jamie, you want to do some lights? <gasps> Let's do some lights. All right. What's your red light this week? My red light this week is the VMAs. First of all, most of you probably didn't even know they were on, except for Taylor Swift announcing her new album. Look, there were some good moments. Nicki Minaj did a medley of her hits. It was lovely. Blackpink, who I'm really into. Like, Aaron got me into Blackpink, and now I'm just staying. Blackpink is boss. They are so good. And then Jack Harlow. Why am I obsessed with Jack Harlow? I'm so into Jack Harlow. Guy, he's so sexy, and I don't know why. And he was with Fergie. But here's the thing. There were a lot of bad things. Okay. First of all, Eminem and Snoop Dogg went to the metaverse. Nope. Uh, no, then we you. had Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers. He had to be bleeped so much that uh, because he just was like, to my effing wife, Melody, I love you. That's God, a literal quote. That's love, he was bro. like, and then he said, uh, to every one of you out there working on TV, watching on TV, I love you. I love cockroaches and dirt and trees <laughs> and deer and deer antlers. Because I yeah. love that he had to clarify that he loves the deer separate from the antlers. Yeah, it was two things. You know, it's uh, like the Trinity, but just with deers and, and antlers. And then he was like, and everything that isn't love is cowardice. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's a good point. I like that. Then Addison Ray's mom, Sherry with an eye, uh, showed up on the red carpet with her new boyfriend, Young Gravy, the white yeah. rapper. Yeah, that's listen, I'm, I'm going to do a random red lights in a second, but this is one of mine because I want to read to you other names he's known by because I didn't know who oh. this person was. I thought this was Glenn Powell in a wig. And I was like, this is a man <laughs> named Young Gravy. And I was like, what's young, what no, is Young Gravy, person. Alexa? And the internet told me that he's also known as Clancy Brett. Okay. Lil Steamer. Okay. Uh, <laughs> young Gravity. I see what you did there. Mr. Butter, Mr. Butter's Worth. Mr. And then <laughs> my favorite... <laughs> Daddy Aoli. <laughs> Listen, I'd be into Daddy Aoli. I do love that Erin is immediately Googling Young Gravy. She wants to see what's going on. Yeah. Do you think it's, it's cute? Do you think Aaron, it's cute? It's I young. Think he is kind of cute. It's young without the O. It's no, just, I got I, okay, I saw that. You. I you know what his real sure. name is? Hmm. Oh, I thought it was a little steamer. No, his real name is just Matthew. Just Matthew. <laughs> just Good Matthew. for him. What a Well, what a he's journey. dating a 42-year-old uh, Sherry Easterling who has unfollowed Addison Ray on all Ooh. social media platforms gross gross and then finally red light to johnny depp showing up as the moon man yeah uh, too soon johnny yeah uh, too soon. maybe uh, we're too still soon. just figuring out if you're if you're trash or not you That's know right. so maybe just stay away i know okay what's your r- rapid red lights let's go okay I, these are random red lights okay these are just random oh. i don't i don't want to get on your corner you know i want to respect your space oh, okay. and everything but these are just random things i encountered obviously olivia wilde we talked about on the more you know this week make sure you uh go listen to that house of the dragon it just kind of like took the game of thrones theme song and just didn't do anything. They didn't put Post Malone on it or like, you know, okay, do auto tune. That's just there. That's their opening credit. That's their opening credits. Dun, dun, meow, meow, dun, Aaron, dun. Do, yeah. Aaron, do it. Meow, 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 meow. Aaron, do the whole thing. Do the whole thing. You know, a listener said they wish that we were recapping it so they could have names for all the characters. <laughs> Listen, so have you watched any of it? No, I told you I needed two episodes and it just came out last it's night. It's fine. It's fine. That's not that you. Okay. Put your hands down. I'm not judging you. I'm asking you. Okay. <laughs> because there's like the big bad guy. His name's Crabfeeder. And do you know what he does? Do you know what he kills people? Feeds crab. Feeds Boom. crab. Boom. Exactly. Yes, he does. <laughs> that that doesn't sound like they even tried. I don't know. I don't know. I think I love it, but I also think I hate it. Um, Pee Wee Herman. He had a birthday. How old do you think he is? Over under 69 and a half years old. Under. Aaron? Over. 
over 70. Pee Wee Herman's 70. That's crazy, bro. I, That's a red light. I don't 70? like that. My mom's 70. Uh, DJ Khaled, he has a new album and it's we trash, don't. except don't one track where Eminem remixes Kanye's Useless Gospel uh, <gasps> song. It's really good. It's okay, really good. That. Uh, Scott what does that Frost? have to do with DJ Khaled? Oh, it's on, it's on the album. It's on the I album. I know, but that's my point. DJ Khaled's barely even on his own albums. You know I know. What I mean? It's yeah. weird. Because I was like, what, what is happening here? Scott Frost in the whole state of Nebraska. All of you uh, for costing me money uh, this week. Uh, uh, the Overunderachievers newsletter this week, I talked about how Scott Frost is not going to turn me into atheist despite his best efforts <laughs> and costing me money. Uh, Overunderachievers.substack.com. I saw the Overunderachievers Twitter account and yeah. they let me watch the largest Surrender Cobra of all time. It was very yeah. handy. Thank you, it's, Jason. If you, can, if you can cause like 2,000 people to do a Surrender Cobra, maybe you should quit your job, you dummy. <laughs> you freaking idiot. Um, let's see. Red Light to Me for oh. making a prediction in a predictions episode about a specific Texas pastor who was inappropriate <laughs> this week. I'm not happy about that. Dang. But it is no, what it is. No, no, it's not. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's not it's, bad. It's not bad when you DM and like you don't want to talk about what you DM'd, but you. DM'd. I like how they were like real casual about it. Of like, listen, it wasn't sexual or weird. It was just coarse joking, you know, like you see on TV. What are you, bro? Doing? It was stepbrothers memes. Okay, like also, that's all it was. Also, your poor wife has a book coming out next week. You gotta ruin her press, like press tour, because you're like, being all sketchy. Come on, man. Uh, and then lastly, I don't know what to do with this, but this felt like this belonged here. And I want you guys to help me understand this because yesterday doing a little yard work again, dad flex, you know, right. going to the ACE hardware. They do have the popcorn back. So nature is healing. Thank you. <laughs> Praise be to God. Uh, and I Wait, you get car. popcorn at ACE hardware. Do you not? Oh, do you ever go to, have you ever been to ACE hardware? Do you I've know what been, ACE hardware is? I've never been to an ACE hardware. Oh, you are missing out. Do you like Lowe's and Home Depot, but you hate all the stupid Gen uh, Zers who don't know where anything is? Well, oh, welcome think, to ACE hardware. I think I'm the Gen Zer doesn't know where anything no, is. No, but you're the customer, bro. Like you don't have to know, uh, okay? When you ask uh, someone in the vest and they say, I don't know, let me ask Google, that's the problem, okay? But ACE hardware, they say, hey, do you need help? And I say, yeah, I do, I don't know anything. And they tell me exactly where to go. And, and then they, they hand they you popcorn. popcorn and then they- No, there's a machine you. and then you can go in there and get some if you want to. Oh, why yeah. did you go to Ace Hardware? You should. You should. It's very good. So I was coming back. Okay, come back from Ace Hardware. And there's a car like I passed. It was like one of those modded, you know, loud cars that a youth drives. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Has like a steampunk spoiler or whatever. And there's a sticker, a big sticker on the back. And it said, stay humble. Okay. Stay humble. <laughs> I was like, that's cool. I, I like that. That's good. Stay humble. But then there was also next to it, Uh-oh. a giant bumper sticker with the Pornhub logo on it. Okay. And they were together. And I just didn't understand what that meant, you know? And it just, I've just stuck with me. It's really stay stuck humble. with me. Well, you should stay humble on Pornhub, right? But do you think that's what he's saying? He's like, I'm going to stay humble by telling you what I like to get into. Or I, I just, I don't know what to make of or it. I've never seen it. Or like maybe that's what bought that car was his job on Pornhub. But there wasn't like a vanity link of like, go here and you can see me in action. It was just like, stay humble. Also, I really like Pornhub, you know? Well, listen, I saw a bride who did a TikTok this weekend because she had ordered wedding invitations and they went out. And when she got the one that was sent to her house, she realized she had never replaced the wedding website placeholder. And it said www.pornhub.com. Oh, my God. (laughs) And they had a block of rooms at the Super 8 Hotel because she also had forgotten to change that. (laughs) So she was like, hey, mom, that's not our wedding website. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) that's when I leave the country. That's when you just you just 100%. hang it up. So those oh, yeah, that's 100%. that's random red lights. Just like you know, not Ace Hardware. Okay. Not Ace Hardware. Not the no. They're fantastic. And the it's beautiful. Board. Ace Hardware okay. would give us screeners if we asked for it. Not like the big. <gasps> not like D. the big D. The big like D. Not like them. Not like them. All right. What's your green light this week? 
Okay, I have two. The first is a TV show on Netflix. It was in the Smooch Mary Kill last week. And so I actually watched it because I was like, oh, that does look kind of good. And it is Mo starring Muhammad Amir. Mo Amir was a supporting character on Rami. So if you ever watched Rami, you'll love this. Y'all, this TV show, it's like 10 episodes, half, half hour, funny, tender, tragic at points. But you will laugh out loud. So many times. Uh, Mo, he, it's set in Houston because that's where he is from. He is originally from Palestine. He, his family uh, fled, that uh, he was born in Kuwait. They fled uh, during the Gulf War, the first Gulf War. And it's all about him kind of navigating how to be in the world when you're also n- maybe not documented and you have very strict parents and maybe you're dating someone who's Catholic and it's all very complicated, but it has such a sweet, tender sense of humor. It is just a fun sitcom. So I highly recommend it. Um, and then my other recommendation is a new book. And look, I, this is going to sound like I'm jumping on the bandwagon, but I am because when an author's good, they're good. And it is the new book from Taylor Jenkins Reid. Carrie Soto is back. It came mm. out this week. Look, she is a fantastic author like you cannot you could read any of her books and they're all freaking fantastic um and carrie soto is back at chef's kiss aaron you will love this book yeah it's a tennis player who won 20 grand slam titles then retired coached by her dad and now her record is at risk so she's returning to tennis at 37 oh, I like it. being coached by her dad she's helped along by a former fling which i like and here's the thing this book does a lot of things well the the setting is tennis but the core is all relational it's mm. between a daughter and a father a daughter like a tennis player and her adversary an old love the trailblazers the ones who follow suit it's a story of ambition it's a story of battle xb uh making their ways in the world and listen i think taylor jenkins reed is really good at two things better than anything and that is pacing and humor and these two are uh, at height and if you didn't know taylor jenkins reads has four books okay uh the seven husbands of evelyn hugo uh, Daisy Joan and the Six, which it, it comes out as a TV show sometime this fall. We That's just don't right. have a date yet. And then Malibu Rising and this book. And all of them are connected. So Carrie Soto, this Oh, character, that's cool. Yeah, Carrie Soto is in Malibu Rising. And when uh, Taylor Jenkins Reid was asked about it, she was like, well, I was looking for, I really wanted a female protagonist. And then I realized, oh, I already wrote one. That's great. <laughs> and I'm going to just pull her out and have her be. And that was never her plan in the beginning. But she said when she wrote Evelyn Hugo, that one of the things was, she needed a magazine title for the next book. So when she wrote Daisy Jones and the Six, and she was like, well, I already came up with a good magazine title. It was the one in the other book. And so she just kept it. And so they're all, all the books are connected, not in a way that you have to read them even in order, but in a way that you go, there's Mick, because Mick is everywhere. So it's so good. You're going to love it. It's going to be a book everybody's talking about because, not because it's hyped, because it is, she is just She's a rock star author. I love her. Listen, and and I think you're dead on. Her style is so good because I think she hooks you with premise, yes. um, but she keeps you with relations. You know, it's yeah. not, I think so many authors either go way too far in relationships and you're just not interested or they go way too far on the premise and the relationships don't track. Um, yeah. But she is a gift to marry both. I, and she is like, I specifically, uh, I haven't read Carrie Soda yet, but Daisy Jones and Six and uh, Evelyn Hugo, like just massively, so massively, good. incredibly well done. So uh, I'm going to check that out. My green light, I've got two. Uh, the first one is The Bluest Willow is back. Yay! Ashley's online boutique. Ashley, she's been the real MVP since we moved back to Tennessee because 
she had to put her business on pause so we could get the kids settled, get life settled, and she spent time overseeing the renovations in our house. Uh, but she's officially back in business. She dropped a new set of items for your closet or for your home. I guess when you're listening to this, it was last Sunday night. And it's exciting because we got big plans for her business going forward. Earlier this summer, we drove to North Carolina, actually, and we bought the Nestor's Cozy Barn, which that's going to become Ashley's mobile storefront locally. So make sure you follow her on Instagram at the Bluest Willow so you don't miss out on anything she's dropping. Jamie, I know you bought some stuff. You got it snuck in there and got some stuff. I bought some stuff. Like, I bought some earrings that were dropped. Listen, here's the thing about Ashley. Ashley has... You, I, you know how you wish you were one of those per- people that could put stuff together? Yeah. Because, and I know some of you listening are those people, but I think most of us are not. We right. just go, that looks amazing. Ashley curates so beautifully. And like, and what I love about her is she will often go, hey, you, you want help with knowing how to style this or how to, and she'll give you that help. Like she loves <laughs> it and enjoys it. And yeah. so I'm so excited about the items I bought. So yeah, we, the, uh, it was pretty far into our marriage where I would embarrassingly far into a marriage where I would make her come to with me to get a haircut. Cause I'd be like, tell them what I get, tell them what I should get. <laughs> and eventually she was like, I need you to be a big boy and just figure this out on your own. And I was go like, but you're Ace. so good at it. <laughs> just go to Ace Hardware, get your popcorn and then go get your haircut. I freaking wish they did haircuts. That'd be incredible. Um, <laughs> the other one, it's a book. Uh, it is called the measure it's by Nikki Ehrlich. Uh, and this is, uh, uh, it's a book. I bought it just on the premise which is fascinating. It's supernatural. But one day uh, in March, everyone on the planet above the age of 21 gets a mysterious box whose contents reveal how long you're going to live. Okay. (gasps) So as everyone deals with the ramifications and consequences of this, everyone eventually ends up like facing the same choice. Like, do you open the box and understand how long you're going to live or do you not? And it's just, there's multiple characters and perspectives it tells the story from. And there's so many layers of applicability about like, seizing the day making the most of our lives to the different kinds of ways we allow ourselves to have prejudice or uh, about the ways we choose to interact with answers we may not want to know but it is just so well done the characters are so well drawn i blew through this in a day so uh it was immensely readable uh, and i think people were really really uh, well i need to read this this is 4.2 stars on goodreads it's really 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 good and i like that cover again going back to covers again exactly thank you um okay well that's gonna do it for this episode of the podcast and before you go remember anytime you're shopping on amazon make sure you go to amazon.com slash shop slash the podcast first so you purchase our affiliate link your favorite item purchase using that link this week was Jamie this is a tonsil stone remover okay so guys this brand is Ergoson and I was like Ergoson and then I realized it's air air goes in (laughs) this is okay this is a tonsil stone remover okay first problem I don't know what that is I don't either it sounds I don't like it well this has 4.2 stars with 9,000 ratings but the first question is what are tonsil stones like somebody asked this question on rather than google it i love that they're like hopefully someone on amazon will answer my question well tonsil stones are pockets behind your tonsils that have trapped food or debris in them oh no no you you must have a very different explore page on instagram than i do you have (sighs) tonsil like people are showing their tonsil stones tonsil stones earwax removal pimple pop oh i was gonna ask are you a pimple popper person here and oh yeah get down with that oh oh yeah oh this says that like you can have bad breath because the food can stay stuck in there for years it's rotten food dog that's what that is no but then but let's be clear my favorite question was does this work (laughs) (laughs) and let me tell you this is how it went uh melissa was like the way i use it is to focus the light close to my tonsil nobody cares and then monte claro get it said push ever so slightly it's not like it's wedged in there though most of the time you can see them your throat is very sensitive so move with purpose and patience <laughs> and then diddy 58 said okay. i haven't been able to get this to work so i went back to q-tips 
So you can also buy Q-tips on Amazon uh, yeah. through our page. So Just like so Diddy much. 58 did. So yeah. All right, you guys. I'm Jamie Golden. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jamie B Golden. I'm Knox McCoy. You can find me on socials at Knox McCoy. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye.